Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our hobby farm or how I keep things simple in our homeschool, or just I talk about my faith in general because everything always goes back to Jesus, right? The more we desire Him, the less we desire of this world. And I truly believe the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus. So for anyone listening to this podcast, I want you to know that I am live recording this podcast on my Simply Living for Him Facebook page. This is not something I've normally done. So I will have this podcast up as usual on SoundCloud, on the blog, and on iTunes, but it is also being broadcast as I record on Facebook. So this is a little different for me. So if anybody's going to be commenting, during this podcast, you may hear me talking to them as well. (laughs) So we're just doing something different here with the podcast. But today we're talking about simplifying Christmas because I am live broadcasting on Black Friday. And isn't that ironic? (laughs) So, um, you know, we are just so excited actually about this podcast because I want everybody to know this is our very first episode that has a brand new sponsor, and our sponsor, Apologia, has signed on to sponsor our podcast for an entire year. And that is such a blessing because we are able to now... um, you know, have this partnership with Apologia and I can keep the podcast going and I absolutely love all of their products. If you are a homeschooler, they have top of the line um, science, they have top of the line Bible studies, they have writing, they have reading curriculum and I use all of their curriculum and I love it. I've used many different things, language arts, we've used the Bible studies, I've read all their encouragement books from their awesome authors. Um, I write for Rachel Carmen actually over on her devotional and And I use all their science curriculum as well from elementary on up to high school. So I highly recommend them. If you are not a homeschooler, you can still check out Apologia because they have, like I said, all kinds of things for the Christian family. Um, So today we're going to talk about simplifying Christmas and how to keep the holidays simple. And I find it just so ironic that at this time of year... You know, I was thinking about it a lot this week, and I made a little graphic, and it's on the, the webpage for this podcast, and I was sharing it on Facebook. But I think about it a lot this time of year, how it's so ironic that Christmas, which is all about Jesus, has become, especially, you know, for non-Christians, it's all about worldly stuff, materialism, greed. I mean, if you, I was watching one of those videos before on Facebook that was like a remember when from the 80s. Who remembers the Cabbage Patch doll craze? (laughs) Oh my goodness. And we were just talking about that last night. My mom was saying how when we were young, the, the same customer was only allowed one. She went into the car and changed her clothes to go back in disguise. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, craziness, right? So this Black Friday craze, this Christmas craze over stuff, over materialism, um, it's just, it's begin, it's getting more and more out of control every year. And I think it's so ironic because the devil will do anything to distract us from Jesus. And so I put up there on um, Facebook this week and it says, isn't it ironic that the enemy distracts us with all the things of the world when we should be celebrating our savior? He distracts us with stuff and stress 
when we are celebrating the only one that brings true joy. There is nothing godly about going into debt. There is nothing godly about fostering greed, yet that's what happens to the world at Christmas. Don't let the enemy have this holiday. It's not about him, but all about Jesus. So isn't that ironic, right? It's just, you know, we are so inundated, especially nowadays with stuff that we feel like we need to fill up on stuff. And here we're celebrating Jesus's birth and we are completely wrapped up in stuff, the complete opposite of what Jesus would want. And I also said this week on Facebook, remember this year's must have gifts, our next year's garage sale items. (laughs) I've been saying that for a couple of years, but this happened one year that I was sitting at a garage sale that we were having and I was looking around at all of the stuff and I was like, oh my goodness, like these are the things that we had to have for our kids at one time. These were the things that we needed so badly and here they are sitting on a table with a little sticker on them, you know, dollar. (laughs) And it really puts things into perspective. So, you know, remember long-term and remember what are you, um, what are you trying to teach your, your child? You know, are we fostering in them that need to have things because we show them that, you know, we'll go to all lengths to get it. Um, you know, there's so many, there's so many things I want to talk about on this podcast. So that's why I have my notes because I don't want to forget. Um, okay. So like I said, how do we keep it simple when the whole world right now is anything but simple, right? The world is telling us that we need to give our kids tons of gifts. We need to decorate our house, you know, in crazy decor. We need to, uh, oh, I was going to say before too, like stress, right? Everybody gets so stressed at the holidays, We should not be stressed when we are anticipating our Savior's birth. This is the one who brings us peace and joy. And yet the first thing people will say about Christmas time is, I'm so stressed. I'm so busy. This is so stressful. This is just such a stressful time of year. No, it's not. It's a beautiful time of year. Um, There's nothing simple actually about Christmas. So here I'm talking about simple Christmas, but you know what? There is nothing simple. It is so overwhelming and exceedingly immense that God sent his son to die for us. And look what we do. We go out there and look just like the world instead of really contemplating what he did for us. So obviously that mindset, when you can, when you change that mindset about Christmas and realize, I don't want to look like the world. This is a perfect time of the year to, um, to, you know, be a good witness to people out there and to show, I mean, how are we going to show who Jesus is if we're blending in like everybody else? We do need to stand out and be different. So we need to have this whole mindset. So as you're scrolling through all the Black Friday stuff or, you know, the malls are crazy and all that stuff, remember what, you know, the holiday is about and remember 
that we are not made to blend in with the world and do things the way the world does. So I'm going to give you a few of the um, ways that we keep it simple over here. And, you know, like I said, we're going to point it back to Jesus, because I hope that if somebody out there is watching this in the middle of all that chaos, that I would be able to point them back to Jesus and the reason why we have Christmas. So, okay, I was asking this question on Facebook the other day on the Simply Living for Him page. I was asking about Christmas cards and do you guys send out Christmas cards or, you know, some people had them made back in September. Some people, um, you know, they think about it around now and they try to get that family picture together. Some people end up sending a New Year's card because, (laughs) because that was us one year because you never could get to it in time. But I, there were years like I always felt this pressure, like I had to have the right card. I had to have the right thing. Now, I have for many years have felt the need to send the card with the gospel message. And I, I've really felt that this is the one time of year I may send something to someone I will not speak to ever. So I'm going to give the gospel message on there somehow. So I always try to make that there. I'm actually putting a link in the um, podcast webpage today that shows the Christmas cards that I bought for this year. And I sent them out many, many years ago, the same card. And I was like, oh, I'm going to send the same card. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. I don't care if everybody remembers because the message is so incredible. It's a card from Dayspring. And the first um, pane, you open it up into a few different, I don't know what you call pane. You into a few, It's like a booklet. The first one is the tree. And it says like beneath all that tinsel and glitter. And you open it up and the tree starts to like fall apart. And you're just left with a wooden cross. You're left with the tree branch, you know, the trunk and then branches. And it says, you know, something about beneath all that glitter, like this is the true meaning. And so I have a link. um, I'm going to have the link on. I'll put it actually even in this uh, live video that I'm doing, but I'm going to put it in the um, the uh, podcast webpage to show you the card. And I just think it's such a beautiful message. And like I said, I sent that card years ago, but I was like, ah. I don't care. That's the message that I want to send out. And I'm contemplating putting a picture of the kids or whatever in it, but you know, that's what we're going to do. So I ordered those cards already and I feel like it's a good time of year to use that. But so many years, you know, I have just sent out a Christmas card, like I said, with my focus being on making sure that I get that message out there because it may be the one time of the year that I ever communicate with some of the people on my list. Um, so I put here, oh, okay. I'm just looking at my notes. Um, oh, I see. I have some comments here. Hey, Jessica, I'm absolutely right. They shouldn't be stressful, right? Right. The holidays should not be stressful. Um, this is such a beautiful thing we're celebrating without Jesus. There's no Christmas. We need to teach our kids that, yes, we can light up our house and make it beautiful. Yes, we want to give gifts. Yes, we want to, you know, make treats and do all those things. But why are we doing it? We're not doing it just because it's fun. We're doing it because it's a celebration. We're celebrating our Savior. And we can use this time of the year when people might be a little bit more open to hearing that gospel message. So yes, it should not be stressful. It should be something that is a beautiful time of year that you're just you know really looking forward to anticipating that our Savior came down to this world. So... Um, 
that's how we do Christmas cards. Now, Christmas, another tradition we do to keep it simple um, is, and this I've got from my parents, and I have a picture actually on Facebook and Instagram uh, today about this, but we have, you know, very simple traditions, um, and one of them is getting an ornament every year for our children. Now, that started when I was little. My mom and dad would let us pick out an ornament when we were um, kids, and she would initial, you know, my initials on it with the year. I still have all of them because when we got married, my mom passed them down. And last night, yes, we put up our Christmas tree last night. We don't ever do it this early, but the kids after Thanksgiving were like, we want to do the tree. And you know what? I don't, my husband and I sit on the couch. We watch. <laughs> they do everything. We're like, go ahead. You want to decorate it? Go ahead. So, and that's the beauty of it. I don't care if it's perfect. They put on so many ornaments. We were like, okay, guys, it looks gaudy, but they were like, mom, it's fun. We're like, all right, good. Let it be fun. That's what it's about, right? It's not about putting on a show. So anyway, they were having a great time last night picking out all the ornaments. Um, you know, So now we have theirs labeled. So they were going through theirs and they... Um, you know, remember the year that they got, you know, whatever it was. So it's always something that goes with the year. Like um, one year my son was playing, you know, baseball. So he has the baseball ornament or, you know, they're really into Star Wars. This year my daughter is actually in a play. She's in a um, a musical, community theater musical, doing Beauty and the Beast. And that's going to be in the next few weeks. So she picked out Beauty and the Beast ornament this year. I mean, how perfect, right? So, um Anyway, the tradition started when I was little and, you know, it seems so small, but last night to hold my first ornament, it's a Donald Duck ornament, and to look at it, and it says 1975, I'm 42, (laughs) I said to Steve, this ornament is 42 years old. Like, it's crazy. So we have that uh, little tradition, simple tradition, nothing crazy, you know, just keep it simple, but so meaningful. And I'm not saying you have to go out there and do that tradition. Oh, please don't copy us. Please, please, please. That is not at all what it's about. But I'm just trying to maybe give you some ideas about keeping things simple, simple traditions and not getting caught up. Like I said, my kids are older now and they wanted to put up the tree. And they wanted to decorate it. I was like, have at it. Steve and I were curled up on the couch in our blanket. And they had so much fun doing it. And was it perfect? No. But do I care? No. Right? Because it's not about making a show. It's about, I mean, they even said, Mom, this is fun. We like the tree that like has way too many ornaments. <laughs> I said, okay. So um, keep it simple. Start small traditions, you know, and like I said, with the Christmas card, use it as a way to minister to others. Oh, pray over your Christmas cards. That's another thing. So um, really keep the focus of the season. Um, we had started that tradition as well, where when we get Christmas cards in the mail, we keep them in a little basket. Uh, I think last year we hung them up. Yeah, actually, last year I did. I hung them up. Um, And what we do is we choose, like, to pray for, you know, whatever cards we got that day. We'll pray for that family as a family. And then as we're writing out the cards, I pray for each person that I'm writing the card out to. But what I think would be even really cool is to keep the cards after Christmas in a little basket and continue to pray for those families all throughout the year, right? Let's take back Christmas from what the world has made it into this stressful, busy, chaotic, you know, cluttered time of year. 
and let's use it to point back to Jesus because it's all about him anyway. So those are ways that you can really keep um, the holidays simple. Another thing is, like I said, with decorations. We have had years where we've, you know, uh, I'm not a big decoration person anyway in regular life. So for Christmas, I'm like, okay, take out the box and put the bow here. (laughs) And really my kids, they're like, oh, can we do it? I'm like, go ahead. So, you know, I have kept it simple in that way because just for me, I'm just not a big decorator. So it doesn't like excite me. And I've seen, you know, years where I sort of like go to the store and see, oh, those cute little lawn decorations and those cute lights for the house and everything. And I'm like, we don't have the money for that. But I almost want to spend the money because I feel like I should because everybody else does and blah, blah, blah. No, I don't need to do that. So if we have the money, like Steve bought some kind of lights, we were going to try to light up our barn this year, then that's fine. But you can't feel the pressure to like keep up with everybody else. It's Jesus's birth. It's Jesus's holiday. It's not about keeping up with the Joneses. It's not about keeping up with others. We cannot covet. We don't want the holidays to cause us to sin. I don't think Jesus would want us breaking commandments by coveting, you know, what other people have. So when you see somebody else's home is all decorated pretty and everything, and maybe you can't afford those decorations. Maybe decorating isn't your thing like me, you know, Just enjoy it for what it is for them, but don't feel like you have to do it. You know, the simpler, the better at Christmas, because then you can really focus on the true meaning. The overall atmosphere should not be stressful. How can we display the message of our God when we are displaying a greedy, materialistic, stressed time, right? How can we display What joy it brings us that we have a savior when people ask us, how are you doing this holiday season? And you say, I'm so stressed. I'm so busy. How does that display Jesus? We don't want to be stressed and busy. We want to say, I have so much joy because I'm ready to celebrate the fact that Jesus came into this world to save me from my sin, right? How can we possibly share Jesus when we're complaining and we're feeling stressed and we're, you know, like I said, blending in with everybody else and saying, oh, this time of year is so busy. And believe me, it is. I don't like being busy, as you guys all know. I'm all about not being busy. And because my daughter's in this play right now, we we added into the Christmas season. We have a really busy uh, couple of weeks coming up. But I am not letting Satan have my uh Savior's holiday. There is no way I am going to go down that road and say, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm so stressed. I am going to constantly fill my mind with his word and remember what this holiday is all about because it's too easy to end up blending in with the world. So for you guys who are watching live, I would love it if you would comment and let me know, like, what are your simple traditions? What are you struggling with right now? Are you able to keep it simple? Are you feeling like you're not able to keep it simple? I would love to hear from you guys um, and let me know, you know, what is um, resonating with you because I really, like I said, I wanted to do this podcast on Black Friday live because I feel like people might be out there already feeling stressed. We're not even into December yet, right? Technically, a few years ago, this wouldn't even have been the Christmas season yet, but every year it's earlier and earlier and earlier. And that's great. I mean, actually, I I was always one like, ah, eh, let's keep Christmas, you know, 
in December and let's not start getting so wrapped up. But hey, if people want to start celebrating now, great. Gives me more time to talk about Jesus and let them know what this holiday is all about, right? So let's take back Christmas from the world who has overtaken it with greed and materialism and stuff. Um, oh, and that brings me to presents. There was, um, we've struggled with presents for a long time, you know, with the kids. We used to do the three presents. We said, Jesus got three presents. You guys are going to get three presents. But believe it or not, between four kids, and that's 12 things, and then I know it doesn't sound like a lot for a lot of people out there, but I almost felt like we were getting things to meet the quota of three. (laughs) Or it felt like, you know, there were these little things I wanted to get, but then it wasn't in the three presents. And I felt like I, I was making this legalistic rule for ourselves not saying the three presents thing is bad because it works really well for some people. And it worked for us when they were little. And actually, that brings me to one more thing. And I'll say this. When my daughter was one, you know what she got for Christmas? Or two, I'll say. All kinds of used stuff. We had no money. People would give us stuff and uh, hand-me-downs. And I wrapped them up and she thought they were the best thing in the world. So if you're struggling out there with you know, providing for um, gifts, there's always a way. I just want to throw that out there. But when we did the, the 12, uh, three gifts each, you know, it was a way to, to not foster greed. But then I didn't want the kids like so focused on, they had to pick these three things they wanted, you know? So I don't know, for us, it started to not work. Um, and we did do stocking stuffers of like little things. So they would get their three presents and then, which were like bigger items. And then they would have their stocking stuffers. And then it just seemed to be still a lot of presents. Um, Jessica says, you're struggling with overdoing it. You need to sit back and soak it in. Okay, well, sit back on this podcast and soak in. And I hope that you can play this again and again when you need reassurance um, during the season to, you know, take it back to Jesus, take it back and focus on him. Um, So the presence. So now what do we do? Okay, so the past few years have been a little different. Like my daughter has really, she loves theater. Okay. She's the one that's going to be in the play. She loves community theater. She got Broadway tickets for, you know, we don't live too far from New York city. So she got uh, Broadway tickets. So an experience is so much better than most of the junk out there, right? That's going to end up on that garage sale table a few years from now. <laughs> so, um, experiences are big things for us. So even for like their birthdays and stuff like that, we're big on giving experiences. So she already has her tickets picked out for the spring where she'll be going to a Broadway show with her daddy. They go on a little date and that is her big Christmas item. Now, did I order a bunch of other fun little things for her? You know, like socks and makeup brushes, like little things. Oh, oh, oh I hope she's not going to watch this. <laughs> Grace, don't watch. Well, too late now if you did. So, um, you know, I do order. I won't say anything else what I ordered, but I ordered fun little things, um, you know, to go along with it. But she's got that experience, and then she has her fun little things to open. Um, and the same thing with the boys. You know, they they are getting to the ages where the experiences to them would mean much more. And like I said, think about when you're buying something. Is this just the fad because everybody else has it, like those Cabbage Patch dolls years ago? Or I don't know what the new fads are now. That's why I'm not saying them because I don't pay attention to that stuff. Um, But is this just a fad? Is this the thing that's going to end up in, you know, two years on the garage sale table? Because face it, everything in life that we want or we think we want, once we get it, And I've seen this with my kids 
all the time. They want that Lego set. They obsess over that Lego set. They make me go on Amazon and look at that Lego set. And they, when is the UPS man coming with that Lego set? They want that Lego set. It's the best Lego set in the world. They put it together. It's so exciting. You know where that Lego set is? Most of the pieces probably have been vacuumed up by now. Because <laughs> I always say, if the pieces are left on the floor, they're game for the vacuum. But most of those pieces are probably scattered about my basement at this point, right? So we have to put it into perspective. We don't want to teach our kids that um, these things are going to fulfill them or these things are going to bring them, you know, contentment. Yes, presents are fun. I like to get presents and I like to give presents. So I'm not anti-presents, but we don't want to, you know, foster that idea that This is the be-all, end-all. We want to foster the idea that Jesus is the be-all, end-all. That Jesus is the one that provides us with lasting contentment. Because there is no gift out there that will provide contentment like Jesus. There is nothing out there that you can buy to satisfy you forever like Jesus, because it can satisfy you here on earth. But guess what? You're not bringing it with you. You are not bringing it to heaven. Everything here on this earth will stay here and will be, you know, perished someday. And the only thing that we have lasting contentment in is is Jesus and our eternal, um, you know, where are we going for eternity? So we cannot teach our kids, um, And, you know, we do that by modeling our own behavior. We cannot teach our kids that um, these are the be-all, end-all things. Like I said, yes, we can teach them that it's fun to get gifts, but may they know that the one true and lasting gift is Him, right? So we want to foster that whole um, idea in them that Christmas is about Jesus. A couple of years ago, we did our homeschool, you know, all centered around the prophecies that were were fulfilled at Christmas. And we focused on, you know, all kinds of Christmas, um, Jesus's birth in our studies. It was amazing. If you're a homeschooler out there, use this time of year, especially if they're little, put the regular books away and focus on the heart stuff. Focus on Jesus. All those other books will still be there in January. They're not going anywhere. So use this time of year to really, you know, make memories. That's what it's all about. You know, I was saying that yesterday with my Thanksgiving post. I was saying it's not about how your table looks today. It's not about having the perfect recipe. What do you guys remember? The memories around the table. Who was around the table? And I want my kids to look back someday because I always think about this, like, What are they going to remember about me? What are they going to remember about their childhood? I do not want them to remember that, you know, they got the perfect doll, the perfect this, perfect that. I want them to remember the things like last night when we were setting up our tree with way too many ornaments and we were laughing and we were going through all the ornaments of years past and, you know, we were having fun and that kind of stuff because that's the kind of stuff they're going to come home to, right? When those kids are grown, they're going to come back to feel that kind of love, right? So those are the things we need to focus on. So my biggest message with Simplifying Christmas right now would be to tell you all out there, no matter what the world is saying right now, because you're going to have Black Friday, you're going to have Cyber Monday, there's always going to be a sale from now until Christmas time. Don't get caught up in it 
I'm going to tell you this. Every time you start to get caught up in it, say, Satan, you may not have my Christmas. You may have the world wrapped up right now. And the world is wrapped up thinking that toys and electronics and stuff and Pinterest recipes and household decor and all of that is going to bring about the joy of the holiday. But I know better. I know what this holiday is about. And it is about Jesus and you will not have my holiday. Okay? You will not have my Savior's holiday. My whole Christmas is going to be so wrapped up in Jesus that that is all I want to think about. And I don't want to think about all that extra stuff. And I will not answer, oh, I'm so stressed. When somebody asks me how my holidays are going, I will say, I am so blessed because I have Jesus. Do you? Do you know what it, what you're really celebrating at Christmas? You know, that's what I find funny. The people that are celebrating Christmas that aren't Christians, It's blasphemy, right? What are they celebrating? They're celebrating, like I said, a worldly view of our holiday, of the day that Jesus, that we celebrate, that Jesus, you know, came to this earth. And if we really look at it that way and we say, no, I don't want to blend in, um, we can change our whole perspective. So when you're sending out those Christmas cards, pray over those Christmas cards. When you're um, sending out those Christmas cards, remember, it doesn't matter if you have the perfect picture. You have an opportunity to tell somebody about Jesus that you may never send a piece of mail to otherwise. If you're um, putting up those decorations in your home, like I said with my children last night, Don't worry about if they're perfect. Are you guys having fun? Are you making memories? That's what it's all about. When it comes to giving gifts and getting gifts, it's fun. Yes, I'm not saying you can't give gifts and get gifts. Homemade gifts are always so much fun. You know, it's it's nice to make others feel loved by saying, I took the time to either buy something for you or make something for you, and then be a good receiver and say thank you when you get something. Those things are all great, but may we not think that that is what Christmas is all about. And may we not teach our children to, you know, make these long lists of all the things they want and not think about Jesus. Because you know what? Oh my goodness. One more story I'm going to tell before I end this soon. Um, Last night when we were doing our Christmas decorations, the kids were putting up the, the ornaments on the tree and they were coming across all their ornaments from previous years. And we came across the ornaments from, I don't remember the year, uh, the specific year, but it was one of the years that Steve lost his job and it was right before Christmas and they made ornaments that year because we didn't want to spend any money. There was a little Lego guy, Jesus in a manger. Um, What else did they make? Uh, Just little homemade, you know, little homemade ornaments. And those ornaments are a hundred times more special to me when I look at them and I remember because they are actually a testimony of look what God did because shortly after Christmas, then Steve ended up starting his own business and we've been a work at home family ever since. But those ornaments remind me of how we got through his job loss. They remind me that it wasn't about material stuff. It wasn't about store-bought ornaments. The kids made these little homemade ornaments, and those are more special to me than anything. So all their ornaments up on the tree that were store-bought are nice, but those are the most special ornaments. So 
you know, same thing with presence. If you're in a place where you don't have, you know, the funds, do not go into debt over Christmas because the Bible tells us we should not go into debt. The world tells us to go into debt. That's the way to do things. But do not go into debt over Christmas. This is the day we celebrate Jesus. He doesn't want you to go into debt. He doesn't want you to be stressed. He doesn't want you to be running around busy. He doesn't want you to be making it about stuff. He wants you to be making it about Him. So I would encourage you, if you're looking to simplify Christmas, and like I said, there's really nothing simple about it. The fact that God sent His Son to come and save us from our sins, to pull me from the place I was living in, in complete darkness, and just pluck me out of it and put me into the light. And that wouldn't have been possible without Jesus. And when I think about that, there is nothing, nothing simple about that. It's extraordinary. But that's what Christmas is about. And all this other stuff we're going to face in the next few weeks We have really got to be on guard. We have got to be praying. We have got to be in our word more than ever to stay focused on Jesus. Do not let the enemy distract you during this time. Do not let Satan steal your Christmas. Christmas is about Jesus. So I hope that would encourage you today. Um, Again, this was a very exciting day today because I did this podcast. I'm doing this podcast live on Facebook and the recording will go up on iTunes and on the blog and SoundCloud this evening. Um, And also I announced today that we have a brand new sponsor of the podcast and that sponsor is Apologia. And because of their amazing sponsorship, we are also giving back and, um, We have announced today that because of that sponsorship is helping us with this podcast, it is also helping me with my ministry here at Simply Living for Him. We have cut the cost of our Simply Living for Him retreat for 2018. All the details are now up on the website, but we have slashed the prices because we have now been able to do that with you know sponsorships, and we are able to do that to hopefully um, encourage more women to be able to come that perhaps couldn't come before because cost was prohibiting them. So the prices have been cut. The full price was at $129 for this year. It is now down to $59.95 and $79.90 if you want to include some of your meals, catered meals. So you can go to the website right now, simplylivingforhim.com slash retreats, and you can find all the information. Again, I would encourage you to register um, soon. Hey, this would be a great Christmas gift, right? For yourself, this is a gift that you will be blessed with a hundredfold. I promise you. It blesses me every year, these retreats. Um, but this would be make a great Christmas gift. So tell your husband that you want to go on the retreat and maybe he'll buy that for you. We've made it quite affordable, I think. Um, so hopefully people out there can join us this year. But like I said, register early because now that we've made it um, a cheaper rate, we will probably be getting more women and I want to make sure that we don't have to close out the registration if it gets too full. Jessica, you said thank you. You are speaking to my heart. I am so glad. I am so glad. Satan was trying to get me to not do this podcast because I had it planned for this morning, if some of you may know that, and then I had to cancel it and postpone it till now, and I had a splitting headache this morning, I have a sick child in the other room. So, you know, all these things were happening, and I was like, you know what? 
I keep going back to, if you listen to the very beginning of this live video, I prayed and prayed about this retreat and how I could make it more accessible to more women. And God answered by literally giving me sponsors to help fund the things I do. So I am so grateful to him and I will not um, ever stand in fear. I will just walk in faith and continue to do what he calls me to do. Um, So if you are listening to this podcast on iTunes, I would encourage you to rate and review it because that helps get the word out there for more people to see it. And um, also if you are watching the video or you're listening to this later on a replay or you're watching the video later on the replay, continue to comment. Let's continue this conversation throughout the Christmas season about how we can encourage each other to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus during the Christmas season, because that's what it's all about. It is all about him. So go over and register for the retreat. If you're coming, save your spot because you don't want to miss out um, and go listen to the, um, or go back to the beginning of this video. If you're watching it live or on the podcast and let's see. There's nothing else I really have to say. I don't think I am going to be done now until Monday. I'm going to enjoy my family for the weekend. Hopefully everybody's going to get well. And um, again, I thank you so much to Apologia. Go over to their website, Apologia.com, and thank them for sponsoring our podcast and helping out our ministry here. And, you know, they have some great Black Friday sales. Go over and check out all their deals. They have, you know top-of-the-line resources for the Christian family. So until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy. Bye!